Warning. The Humps Podcast is rated 18 plus for sexual content and graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Humps. Today, we're going to be talking about another sex store that I went to, or sex toy store, should I say. When I attended my SAR course, the sexual attitude reassessment course in Calgary through Aspish, the traveling tickle trunk was highly regarded. It is something that they mentioned multiple times. They said if we ever have the opportunity to go, that we should take the opportunity to go because the owner knew a lot about sex toys as well as the workers and that they always try to work towards helping as many people as they can whether able-bodied or not, and just depending on what you were into, it sounded like it was a great place to go that had all the knowledge and resources that you needed if you were just getting into sex toys or wanted to learn more about them. Just overall, a great place to go. So of course, I wanted to go. And when I spoke to Erica, who was the instructor to the sex toy course through Aspish, She mentioned to me that she was on the board of Aspish, but also was working at the Traveling Tickle Trunk. So I was like, you know what? This is just, everything's getting more connected the more I'm doing this. It seems like everybody's just connected to each other in the world of sexual health. So might as well try to get to know all the connections. So the first thing that I wanted to cover was getting to the location. This sex shop is located on White Ave in Edmonton. White Ave in Edmonton is an interesting part of the city with an interesting variety of stores. The main issue I have with White Ave is the parking. There's no parking in front of the store, which really made me sad because it's hard to find parking in that part of Edmonton. They did have parking at the back. I did have to call and be like, where do I go? Because I don't live here and I need help. (laughs) And the person who was working at the time told me to park at the back and they share parking with a store called Warp, which is a comic book store. Um, Needless to say, if you're not an Albertan or live in a place that there's a lot of snow, it might not be something that's uh, an issue that you've dealt with. But usually when there's a lot of snow and ice, people are always like, oh, well, I don't see the lines, so I'm going to park wherever the hell I want because I can. So we went back there and that's what it was, was people were parking like a bunch of douche canoes and it was like, awesome. There is basically no place to park because people parked like assholes. So we had to wait a bit, actually, at the back of the store trying to wait for a parking stall to open because people had parked so poorly. The struggles of Alberta in winter are very frustrating at times. The other thing about White Ave that I figured I should mention, if you're not familiar with the area, is there's a lot of homeless people roaming around. And from past experience, or should I say past conversations that I've had, White Ave is not a place you want to be by yourself at night. Mind you, I feel like that's most places nowadays, but I know that I've met and talked to a lot of people who have lived in Edmonton and they're like, it's just not the place you want to be by yourself at night. And if anything, you don't want to be there at night at all. And I'm not saying this to bash traveling Tickle Trunks location. It is, in my mind, a good location because I think 
from what I've heard, White Ave has a lot of traffic, like there's a lot of people going through there. So they're in an area that they're going to be seen very frequently. It's just, for me, I like to know when somebody's reviewing something, all the ins and outs of what they thought about location and, and uh, presentation, all the things. So if you decide to go here, just know that I've been warned in the past that White Ave is not safe at night. So you should try to go during the day. It looks like most days they are open at noon. So take the opportunity to go in the early afternoon instead of nighttime would be the best time. The store was pretty easy to locate in the strip because it has a bright pink sign, easy to spot from a distance, despite its size. And when you walk in, you are very quickly welcomed by the friendly staff and everything looks very clean and orderly. I have walked into sex toy stores in the past where it feels grungy, kind of sketchy. It's not the best vibe. And the person at the counter either doesn't look like they want to be there or they're just overall not very welcoming. So this was a very nice opener to the store. Something that I noticed later on while thinking about how I felt about the store was that as soon as you walk in, basically the first things you see are brochures, books, lubes, and then you see some uh, storage cases for sex toys, as well as just your basics like uh, dildos, fleshlights, all those things. And the further you go into the store, the more the toys become... What's the word I'm looking for? It basically becomes more of the world of kink the further you go in. So then you start seeing paddles, you start seeing bondage, you start seeing toys where you play with electricity, you start seeing swings, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's tame. And then the further you go in, the less tame it becomes. So I thought that was really a nice layout because if you're somebody who's new to sex toys it's nice to just kind of walk into something that's just like the basics and then slowly be able to get closer to the stuff that's more or less basic it's just all depending on how you feel right it's just nice to see that there was probably a thought process there to make people feel more welcome the worker that day was ironically erica van kupperveld and I'm sorry if I'm ruining your name. <laughs> I was very pleased to meet her in person because, as I said, she was the instructor for the sex toy course that I took online. And I have emailed her in the past just asking her a few questions about some stuff. And she was very responsive. Very great. I was just excited to talk to her and ask her about the products and she was very welcoming happily walked us through products that we were interested in because I was there with my partner so we asked her about toys for people with female genitalia and male genitalia and just overall reviews popularity different uses that maybe some people wouldn't think of all that kind of stuff I unfortunately didn't have a lot of time with her and that's not at all her fault. It's just people kept coming in. This place was busy and we would start to see people leave and then all of a sudden more came in and I was like, oh my God, it's so busy. I'm never going to have the chance to talk to her. 
So I was kind of sad because I really wanted to spend a lot of my visit talking to her and asking her more about the products because my knowledge of sex toys, even though I took the course, is still not the best. I would say I have a better general idea, but it's nice to have somebody go through stuff and say, this has been more popular or this works really well with this because I'm still working on remembering everything because there's so much to know. And some people are like, well, you just pick one. It's like, no, that's not how this works. Everything does something a little different. There's so many different things that people are into. And I mean, even for myself, just touching all the toys because they all had samples out. Like you could interact with all of the toys. And it was nice because I'm very sensitive, I find. So I don't want the toy that's going to make my hand numb holding it while it's vibrating, which was a lot of them because I turned it on and I was like, my fingers are out of focus because they're vibrating so fast. Like, this is too intense for me. Is there something less intense? And even when I was first talking to Erica, when we had walked in, she was trying to find toys for me that were less aggressive they're not really aggressive less of a strong vibration because <laughs> a lot of them were really high up there and I was like that is too much too much for me <laughs> what I thought was really neat while we were talking to Erica and when we went to the counter because they have little business cards is that everybody that works there is a sexual health educator I don't know of any other store in my mind that has all the workers be educators in that realm. Like that is mind blowing to me. It's so amazing that they have so many educators readily available to help customers. Like in my mind, when I go to a store, I want to go see somebody knowledgeable. And this type of stuff is especially important to have people who are knowledgeable because sex toys are not regulated. So what they're made of is not always the safest of things, unfortunately. But since they're all well aware of what's safe for your body and what's not safe for your body, they know what to look for. They know what brands to trust. And they only allow certain brands and products in their store that they know is safe. Like they check everything out and they will not allow anything in the store that they don't think is safe for the human body. Which is super amazing because then you're not thinking, hey, is this safe? Is this not safe? Did I forget a chemical or material that I'm not supposed to put up my coochie or my rectum or put it in my mouth? <laughs> because it's really scary to think that the industry still considers sex toys a novelty item. That is just mind-blowing to me. And what's even more frustrating is that it's not common knowledge because nobody really thinks about that. As soon as I've mentioned it to a lot of the people that I speak to regularly, they were shocked. They're like, well, I just thought you bought a dildo or anal beads or whatever I wanted and I shouldn't be concerned because of course it should be graded for my body and it's, it's not. It's so important to have people who are aware of these things and telling you what's safe and what's not safe. So to anyone who is trying to figure out what is or isn't, I suggest you go here and have somebody help you figure that out. And if you don't feel safe shopping anywhere else, at least you know that this store will provide you with products that are safe. Overall, 
I thought this store was great. My partner and I both really liked it. We had a positive visit. I bought products, which I will be reviewing later on, that were suggested by Erica. And you know what? We plan to go there again, for sure. We're not in Edmonton frequently, but any other time we're planning to go, I'm hoping we'll make time to go see them again and learn a bit more. I'm also hoping to go back because they do have workshops and presentations that they host in the store. I was so sad because I went to another event the day that I went to the Traveling Tickle Trunk, but they were hosting something later on that same week on the Sunday, and the event that I went to was on the Thursday. And I was like, it's just it's so expensive to stay in a hotel and I just can't justify staying a few more days just to go for this one course. But I missed out on the opportunity to take the course called Rope Bondage 101 held by Ropegasm, which was, oh, I was just so sad. I have never tried being tied up, but in my mind, if it's something that I don't feel super uncomfortable with, I'm willing to try it out and learn about it. And, you know, it's so cool that they have these little mini classes because it allows you to learn in a safe environment. And, you know, they're going out of their way to make sure that you have good resources to learn from. So that's super amazing. I think that overall, my opinion and my partner's opinion is that this store is a 10 out of 10 amazing. I would recommend it to anybody and everybody who is going down to Edmonton who is looking to try out new sex toys or learn more about them because you have knowledgeable and kind staff, a positive and tidy atmosphere. You have the opportunity of taking part in classes and it's just, it's amazing. I, I can't say enough positive things about this store. It was great. And you know, they even have a web page, which I will be linking in my show notes in case you're curious. And I will be also linking Ropegasm's Instagram page since I did mention them in this episode. And I will also be linking Erica's Instagram as well as her sexpletive webpage in my notes. So if you guys want to find any of that information, it's going to be in there. And I hope that if you guys do go onto the Traveling Tickle Trunk website, you take the opportunity to look at all the things that they offer. They offer more things than just sex toys. They also offer in-house educational sex toy parties with perks. And I really want to go do one. (laughs) So I'm hoping one day I'll be able to round up a group of people to go do one of those. They have a really interesting, helpful blog that you can read. And they have an online guide with different categories of the types of toys you might be interested in learning about, the care, and communities within the world of sex, like BDSM, uh, disabilities, all of those things. There is so much. And, you know, I just, I'm over the moon with this store. I am so excited to interact with them again. I'm also hoping to have some time to talk to the staff more to learn more from them. But you know, I encourage everyone listening to at least check out the store once. It is going to be hopefully a really great experience because mine was. And I hope that if and or when you go, you find something that brings you pleasure. 
So I thank you guys for listening to this episode and hearing what I have to say about the store. I hope to see you guys next week on Wednesday. If you want to support me, please review and subscribe to this podcast. But other than that, I thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye.